This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is big boy baseball. This is fun to watch. Now, another Astros podcast. Series opener here at the Big A. The Astros the one nothing lead. The pitch. In there. Strike three. Brown down looking to end the eighth inning. Doesn't get much better than that. Eight magnificent frames from Justin Verlander. And Sparky, what a night. Oh, my gosh. I've got a huge smile on my face just being able to witness something like that. That's exactly what the Astros need. Performance at Verlander. Only hit he gave up was the first batter of the ball game. He just dialed it in. Welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks with the manager, A.J. Hinch, before the second game of this three-game series with the Angels. And a great game last night. Let's talk about that first. Verlander, watching him do his thing for eight innings, it's just got to be a sheer pleasure for you, AJ. That's awesome. I mean, he he is absolutely the ace that everybody expected him to be, more so in his preparation and how, how he sees the game, how he prepares for every hitter, the banter in the dugout uh, with McCann and with Stromy and, and in preparing for each each inning, it was impressive. And then to have him go out and execute the game plan that we talked about um, to a T and really have the first hitter gets the double uh, he strands that runner and then was in complete control the rest of the night. Anytime he was in jeopardy, he got a ground ball double play, some big punch outs at the end, just a, just an excellent performance. I heard that on the off day, he made sure he had four baseballs. He was going to find a place to mm-hmm. play catch in preparation for that game. You don't hear that mm-hmm. about out of a lot of players, nonetheless, a, a star like that. No, routine-based guy. I mean, he, he really does have a, a routine and a rhythm. You know, he puts his headphones on during the day mm-hmm. uh, that he pitches, and he locks in on video for about an hour. He, he always has a ball in his hand. Like, there's a visualization component to him. Um, some of our younger pitchers could learn a thing or two about how to how to really lock in the day he pitches. And for his preparation the day before, he goes to Stromy. They find a little college somewhere around here to play catch. Um, that's part of his routine, too, when he throws after an off day. So, uh, just an excellent leader. Lance McCullers, we learned after the ball game that he wasn't going to be able to make this start today. Mike Fires in his place. What transpired to, to where Lance couldn't go? You know, he didn't feel good yesterday. Uh, played catch, felt a little bit of, of symptoms in his arm where it was kind of achy and tired and, and symptomatic of having a sore arm, which we've all had and we've all mm-hmm. go through and pitchers go through routinely. And when he, when he reported that, you know, we got together in my office and deemed it not very smart for us to have him go out there and risk injury. Um, you know, he, he wanted to pitch a little bit, uh, but at the same time was very emphatic that he that he didn't feel right. And if a guy doesn't feel right and you come in my office and say it, uh, we're going to pull you, especially in the situation that we're in right now. So it's a bummer that he's not going to make the start. We do feel like he's going to be able to bounce back, and, and we don't think this is anything major or something that's going to knock him out for the rest of the season. But to skip this start is probably the most most prudent thing to do. Is it skip a start or you slot him in pretty soon? You know, right now I'm going to skip a start because okay. we don't have a lot of opportunities moving forward. You okay. know, Peacock's going to pitch on Thursday. Morton's ready to go Friday. Uh, and I want Keuchel and Verlander on regular rest. We have another off day uh, on Monday when we get home. So 
Uh, having those two guys, Keiko and Verlander, on on five day rotation, the, the, the Peacock deserves a start. Morton's prepared for his start on Friday. In the White Sox series is the earliest that he would pitch. We've seen Mike Fires take some bad news and run with it and come back with a great outing. Fires is resilient. He'll, he'll take the baseball anytime. He will, and, he, and he's one of the only guys on our, in our whole rotation that that has answered the bell every single mm-hmm. time. You know, he his good days are excellent. He pitches up in the zone. He gets some swing and misses. His breaking ball is very deceptive for hitters. His bad days, he sprays the ball and finds himself in some deep counts, and the pitch count runs up. You know, with September rosters and the big bullpen that we have, I'll have a short leash on him, but I've seen him rattle off some good outings, especially here in in Anaheim. And and the matchup with these guys with the high fastball and the breaking ball is something that we that we feel like we can exploit. And we saw Verlander throw the high fastball a lot, and Fires can do that when, when he's he's good. Uh, above the belt's good for him. He can, and it's it's deceptive because of the the big high front side that he's had, and the and there's some explosiveness to his fastball, even though it doesn't register as high on the gun. It'll be his game plan, and it's a fine line when he gets a little bit lower than that. Uh, the ball can leave the yard. That's why he's had so many home runs that he's given up. But uh, the effectiveness above the barrel is is a strength of Mike's when he's right. Max Stassi's going to be doing the catching today, mm-hmm. batting in the eighth hole. He's looked good at the plate. He's also looked good behind the plate. He has, and it, you know, we we our pitchers threw the ball very well to Stass and to Centeno when uh-huh. when both McCann and Gaddis were down. We've got a decision to make moving forward on how we're going to navigate our catching. Brian McCann's going to catch tomorrow night okay. uh, against Peacock and facing Velasco. So. I uh, had the start today, decided to go with Stassi, get Gaddis in there as the DH. And, and, and again, these guys that, that we put out there, we think we can win with. How do you beat Tyler Skaggs? What, what do you need to look for? You know, we loaded the lineup up today with righties, um, you know, which I don't normally don't do. I usually have a switch hitter in there or maybe a left-handed hitter to, to give a different look. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got to lay off the low breaking ball and the high fastball. He pitches off of those two things, very similar to Fires in the sense that okay. he, he, he likes to pitch up. He can pitch with, down with the breaking ball. He gets you into swing mode. You know, he does give some hittable pitches in between those two, in between the low curveball and the high fastball. So set your sights in the middle somewhere? Set your sights in the middle, work back up the middle, don't come off any pitch, and, and you know, you can usually drive the ball against him. All right, AJ, thanks a lot. Tear him up. You got it, Sparky. Joined by Astros catcher Brian McCann. Brian, exciting ball game last night. How big was that win? Yeah, I mean, a huge win. Oakland didn't go our way when we went out there. We, we got beat pretty bad, and to have Verlander step up the way he did last night was, uh, you know, it was great. At what point in the ball game did you realize that Verlander were gonna, was going to have the type of dominating performance that he had? Probably about the end of the third, beginning of the fourth, uh, he started settling down, started getting early count outs. He, he got some early counts on, on the slider. And uh, next thing you know, we looked up in the seventh, eighth inning, he had 80 pitches. So yeah. he was in total control last night. Some quick innings. And, you know, where does it compare to you in terms of guys that you work with that get stronger and more locked in as the game wears on? I mean, he struck out seven in the last 11. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's a special breed. I mean, uh Dallas Keuchel, a special breed. These guys are, uh, you know, they. John Smoltz, I caught him. I caught Tim Hudson, Tom Glavin. And they all have that mentality of uh, it's not good enough. They always want to get better. They're always working to to get better and makes everybody around him better. Chatting with Astros catcher Brian McCann. Seems like you guys have gotten off to a great start relationship-wise, working together. Take us through the, the prep in terms of how you guys prepare sequencing-wise and adjusting to hitters and learning how to attack each lineup for each given day. Um, I do my homework. Um, he does his homework, and we sit down and we discuss it for about probably 20, 30 minutes. And, you know, we got we got game plans, whether we need to adjust golf to fly, whether they keep working. There's constant dialogue during the game. So, you know, we got a great working relationship. 
And for you personally, what kind of resources do you use? Is it is it video or is it just practical experience? A lot of video, a lot of uh, numbers, a lot of past experience. I mean, kind of all all plays into one. And but ultimately, it comes down to the pitcher executing his pitch. I mean, when you can put the ball where you want, that's the name of the game. Chagman Astros catcher Brian McCann, you've done really well at the plate of late. A lot of productivity after coming off the disabled list. A couple of doubles in your last two games. How are you feeling at the dish right now? I feel good. Um, you know, I've kind of calmed everything down from you know I had a bad month. You know, in the bad month, kind of was over 80 at 80 at bats and kind of hurt me there for a while. But to come back and have good at bats and swing at strikes and, and not miss them has been the whole key. Well, a big veteran leader on this ball club. What do you want to see from this team on the field in the clubhouse as you guys zero in on October? No, it's just continue to do what we've been doing. This team is super talented. There's there's 25 guys that show up daily, putting their best best foot forward. There's guys that. Um, the prep working here is great. So, you know, once once the end of September hits and October, I mean, that's that's the time where you turn it on, and um, whoever plays mistake-free baseball is going to win. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.